Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
That song's like, you got to build your hopes on things eternal. And you got to hold to God's unchanging hand. Let me tell you what happened. In a million years, in a million years, the probability of this happening is zero. First of all, Caroline, I apologize to you for my attitude yesterday. Attitude. Because, see, God showed me, Erica, you sinned yesterday. You sinned. And I said, well, God, you know, I'm sorry. What did I do? He said, you know, when we sin, Erica, we set in motion irreversible, irrevocable. That's what he said. When we sin, we set in motion irrevocable forces of spiritual laws. And one of those laws when we sin that we set in motion is the law of um, reaping and sowing, of consequences and retribution. I said, okay, God. I said, give me a scripture. He said, Galatians 6 and 7. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he also reap. He said, Erica, when you sow sin, you reap these things. You reap darkness, torment, fear, guilt, shame. Pain, illness, depression. You say you reap. Now nah, it's no sound on Spreaker. Can anybody hear me on Spreaker? I have no sound on Spreaker in the chat room, anybody? Oh, gosh. Check your phone. Check your phone. Everybody else got sound. Check your phone. Thank you. So God was telling me that when you sin, this is what you sow. You sow shame. You sow illness. You you even sow depression, irrational behavior. He said, and when you sin, you even sow, sow, Feeling of worthlessness. I said, what? He said, that's why I have blessings for the obedient and curses and punishment for the disobedient. I said, God, you know, I'm trying to live this life the best I can. I'm not consciously aware of my sin. Could you Break it down to me where I can understand it because I'm feeling bad. I said, I'm feeling bad that I sinned against you. What did I do? God said, you sin in your behavior. I said, what? I've never heard of this before. He said, you sin in your behavior. You sinned in what you did. So I said, okay, what did I do? I mean, how did I do it? I know I know. if you say I sinned, I sinned. How did I do it? He said, I want you to call this lady, and I want you to ask her to forgive you. I said, oh, God, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute, wait I didn't do anything. He said, you sinned. You sinned against me by way of your behavior. I said, okay. You sinned against me through your attitude. I said, okay. So I called her. And I asked her. He said, I just want you to ask her one thing. 
See, I didn't know this. He said, you asked her what part of Vietnam was she from? I said, oh, no. And asked her if she speaks French. See, I had already straightened the mess out. We got that straight. But when I called her up, this lady is from the province or from the village that killed my father in Vietnam. Yeah. And she hated and still hates all Americans. She hates white Americans and she hates black Americans. And so I said, what, 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 where? See, my father was in Vietnam as an advisor, and he got killed by the Vietnamese when the French were there. And so I said, uh, what, what's your name? I, I went back after she told me her name. I said, well, you know, I said, let me tell you something. I used to hate you, too. I said, I went to Vietnam to kill you and, and all you people, too. I said, I went to Vietnam with revenge in my heart because I wanted to kill the people who killed my father. And that would have been you, not you, but that would have been your family line. I said, but I got saved. And, um, and I forgive, I forgive, I, I forgave all of you. And she said, well, my, my whole family was killed. And so then she said, well, we probably killed your father in revenge for what the French had done. Boy, that thing hit me. It hit me like a ton of bricks. So I said, I felt that spirit, and that spirit, for 59 years later, 50-something years later, that spirit, that familiar spirit, stirred up all that, all that old spirit of hatred that I used to have. I said, but I'm going to pray for you that God will heal your heart. And, and I, I want to tell you, I forgive you. I forgive everybody in your village. I think. And I said, why do you hate Christians? She said, because they came over there to say no Christians. And so I accused all Christians of killing my family. I had no idea, brothers and sisters, but the Holy Spirit knew, and God knew, and that demon knew. That demon knew. I never said anything to this to those people about my military service. Oh yes, I did. I just probably said because the guy, her husband, said he was a Navy SEAL. But I didn't have any any um, relationship with them. It was strictly business. But when I got ready to go and cut them off, but you know, all these demons rose up. And so after after I prayed with her, I really got peace. And um, she said, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know either." And I hung up. God knew. But this is what God said. I sinned. I sinned in my behavior. And I sinned in my attitude. And I never 
that this could have anything to do with my life from 59 years ago. But I said, okay, God, I, I repent, and I ask you to forgive me. And I just sat there. I mean, I, I didn't have no strength. I didn't have no energy. I, I was just, it, like, it was like all of a million pound weight came off my shoulder. But most importantly, it came out of my heart. My heart, my soul was delivered. And God says, this is what you teach, right? I said, yeah. He said, now, from this moment on, I want you to be aware that you can see into your attitude and that you can see into your behavior. And still think you're okay. Because, Erica, this was something called spiritual sin. Spiritual sin. Spiritual sin. In Dalton, Georgia, no less. This lady came into the United States, brothers and sisters, by way of Louisiana, fishing community, by way of mail order bride. Spiritual sin. Deep rooted painful experience in life that for sure I had repented of for sure I I, I ministered to every race but yet and still, it took God to bring a descendant, an ancestor, by clan and by village, of the person whose generational line killed my mother. And I used to have so much revenge, so much hatred. I told you, I went over there to get revenge. But God, and the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to teach you about that. I'm going to teach you about that. He said, you, you, you're not the only one. He said that, that what happened to you and what's happening with you right now is conviction. By my own Holy Spirit, conviction of spiritual sin that took place gosh 59 years ago something like that so after I repented and prayed I was I had no energy I had no strength but I did ask the Holy Spirit one thing I said, can you reveal to me if there's anything else like that in me? Is there any other hidden behavioral, attitudinal sin? And and the reason, the reason is, the reason this is so important to me is that I know Behind every sin is a demon. Behind every sin is a demon. 
So what I wanted God to do, I said, how does this work? <laughs> he said that these things and the spirits operating through these things remain in your subconscious for your entire life until they're dealt with. Not just with lip service and not just with your mind until they're actually dealt with. Now, that was a lesson. And like I say, I'm trying to live this thing for myself, and, and so are you. Because when we when I die, the only person going to have to stand before God for me is me. And I want to get this thing right. I want to get this right. So I asked God if it was anything else. If it was anything else that I needed to address. Because as long as they're there, the Holy Spirit has let me know. As long as they're there, doors can still be open and Satan can continue to use them against me. So I said, uh, can you give me another example? I see, I felt, I felt, I felt bad. I felt bad. I felt bad about that. He said, well, no, I got you dealing with, you already dealt with one. He said, but, I said, which one was that? He said, you already dealt with abortion. That was one. He said, that was a spiritual sin and a natural sin. But I didn't, I didn't give it to you. I had to show you the principle, the law, before I could. And I had to show you that you were guilty of that, but in a different way. I said, can you show me, um, can you give me another one? He said, yeah. I said, I'll give you three or four. Get up and get a pencil and paper. Okay. He gave me he gave me about nine scriptures. I gotta go through those scriptures. I've got to go through those scriptures. I've got to um because right now I'm sharing with you my sin. I haven't even had time. I haven't even had time to compare, parallel these scriptures yet. But one thing God said to me, he said, we commit behavioral sin when we, when we abuse our own body. He said, in the Bible, it said abusers of themselves. So I'm happy to confess that sin this morning. I thank God for bringing it up. I asked the lady to forgive me. And I'm all about the father's business. I went as soon as I asked. As soon as I had time to research these scriptures here. Um, and identify um, but I learned something. I have a healthy respect for how God reveals. I have a healthy new respect. New respect. How God reveals sin. And I have a healthy new respect 
for sins in the attitude and sins in the, in the behavior. And I'm really, really happy to know how much God loves me. I'm really, really happy about that. I'm really happy. Unlike people, man, people are just, I don't know where we get it from, self-righteousness, but they'll, they'll just try to put their righteousness in front of you and try to make you live up to their righteousness. Uh-uh. It ain't healthy. It's not healthy. But the righteousness of God, brothers and sisters, it brings you healing. It brings you peace. It brings you joy and makes you think. It makes you think. And when the Holy Spirit is teaching you, oh, man. So, I pray that that none of my sins touch any of you when I when I committed that spiritual sin and sin through my um, attitude and behavior. Now you gotta understand something else. God pointed this out. Not one of you. Don't come back behind me with that crap. Oh, I knew this. Oh, I knew that. I won't believe you. Because when God points something out, he points out the what, the where, the why for, and he gives you an opportunity to change. He ain't going to stand there and beat your head. But he knows that my desire is to change. And I'm not telling you because of your valuableness or invaluableness. I'm sharing my experience with you. My experience with God. Because the Bible says you got to work out your own soul salvation. Your own soul salvation. Your own soul salvation. With fear and trembling before God. And God knows I'm not going to share anything with anybody under no circumstance. If I feel that I am uh, uh, in any shape, form, or way trying to uh, manipulate or dominate or control anybody. That ain't my thing. I don't even like it. I don't like it. But I, I felt like this one here I needed to share. Because remember, I, I came to Christ through exorcism. I had legions of devils and, and know it. Every day, every day I deal with sin. Every day I look at myself. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me. Help me. I don't, I don't, you know what? I got a teaching up there on the, the podcast that says, you're not, uh, I even been down to a player. You're not a player. You're not this. You're not the other. You're a child of God. You may need to be delivered, but you're not those things that you need to be delivered from. That's not you. Especially if you're born again new creation. And and I knew inside of me that it was something about this lady. I just, it just, I just did not, and, and God knows as a Christian, I'm going to get along with everybody. I'm going to love you. I may not like you, but I'm going to love you anyway. Because God ain't saying you got to like everybody. He said you got to love them. 
So I can love you and not like your demons. I can love you and not like the spirits that are manifesting and operating through you toward me. I can love you beyond that. I can love you above that, and I do. So, brothers and sisters, I am only sharing with you my experience, my experience. You got your own. I came on here this morning said. I have sinned against God. I have committed to sin. And I try, I try to live in such a way that when I sin, I, 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 make, I, get, I get that thing taken care of quick. Because it is not my desire to live in habitual sin under no circumstances. Willful sin in no circumstances. Because when I lived in sin, I wasn't blessed. When I lived in sin, I did, did not have the benefits of the blessing. When you don't live in sin, or when you don't try to live in habitual sin, you're going to have to be open yourself in the ways in which God chooses to reveal things to you about you first. About you first before you can go around here trying to judge or minister or anything else to anybody else. <clears throat> you must continually be working on your own house. On your own salvation. Salvation. That's why I tell my friends in the in the uh, in the sciences. I used to tell them when I was in college. I didn't like psych and I didn't like the social sciences. I mean social sciences. And the reason I didn't like them, I used to tell them, don't be telling me what to do after the fact. Give me some preventive measures. Show me what to do to prevent. What you're now telling me, you're going to help cure or you're going to help heal. I didn't like it. Because I told them, if you know so much, tell me how not to do it. But don't come back after it's already done. But I didn't know that God was preparing me with a method uh, deliverance that can be prevented. It can prevent you from having to go through a lot of stuff you don't have to go through. It's the only preventive, preventive method I know that works. Praise God. All this is orchestrated through the inner man. So yesterday, all, as, as far as I got, was write that word spirit on the top of the paper. I didn't get any further. So I think I'm probably going to. I'm probably going to take a couple of days off to spend with God and write. I need to write. Why do I write? Because I had a gift of a pen of a ready writer. That's up there on the podcast. If you want to know what that is. I say I have the gift of a pen of a ready writer. That's a gift that comes from God. I 
I, I remember back here a couple of years ago, I had everybody buy, go out and purchase them for themselves a new pen. Some of you can probably remember that. I had you go buy you a new pen. And I prayed that God would give you that gift. The best thing you can do for yourself is to allow God to show you whatever he needs to show you, and then you deal with it. Not through another woman or another man. I'm talking about me or anybody else. When God shows you, you can take that all the way to heaven with you. But more importantly, you can come back to God and say, God, you said to me that this was whatever. And God, I got it. I'm working on it. Now, God, show me what you're going to do in it. Show me how you're going to do it. You show me. And I'll go ahead and take that. I will actually put that in action. I will take it and put it in action. And I did, and I'm free this morning. And you know what else? She's no longer my enemy. I'm no longer her enemy. She's no longer been praying for me and my descendants to die. Because they would have been my father's descendants, me. He broke that curse. That her family line put on every American that had touched that particular soil in Vietnam. So what? God God used one intercessory moment. Broke that thing down from every living uh, uh, descendant of Vietnam. That curse has been broken. It no longer exists. And that's why I say to you, God only needs one man, one woman on earth in agreement with him. And my desire to be free. My desire to be free from all demonic influence, all demonic infestation. So you see, it ain't about you. It's about God using you according to his kingdom purpose and you Following the plan according to his purpose. What, what you, you see, I had an enemy. I had a hidden enemy. I didn't know nothing about it. And you know what happened? You know what opened the door for this? God sent a person here Sunday for deliverance. And when I ministered deliverance to them, they had hidden enemies from college because they had a radical nature, gentle spirit, but radical nature, because they stood for what was right in a college situation, not knowing that one of the college administrators was a witness and cursed the person. So when one person got free of that Sunday here in the sanctuary, it opened up the floodgates. I love this ministry of freedom. I love how it works. I love the way God administrates it. And that's why God says, No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. 
No weapon. That was a 59-year-old weapon. Because one person was courageous enough to say, I want to be free. Whatever you find in me, I don't care what it is. This is my life story. And I think that I don't know how many years ago, anyway, it was, it was when they were working on, I think, their masters. I love Jesus. I really do. And you know what's better than that? He loves me. Can you say that this morning? Can I get about five or six people to put that in that chat room? I love Jesus. And then put better than that, he loves me. Don't get separated from God's original purpose for your life. God's original purpose for your life is for you to win the loss at any cost. For you to win the loss at any cost. I love Jesus better than that. He loves me. That's the whole key to everything. He said he will withhold no good things from those who walk uprightly before him. And the scripture says, every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of life with whom there is no valuableness and no shadow of turning. That was God's, that was included in God's perfect gift of love to me. And I'm sharing it with you. In God's perfect gift of love for you, he doesn't want sin in your life. Including behavioral sin and attitudinal sin. They got to go. They got to go. I want you to get prepared. I, I want to do a healing webinar, or seminar. No, a healing service. Thank you. Holy Ghost. I, I want to do a healing service. Because God has already told me he wants you healed. And after all of this, he said he wants you healed. So you can go on out there and do according to his purpose. He wants you to go out there and do it in perfect health. So I'm going to include this deliverance in that healing service. But I've got to teach you and share with you the spiritual that i got to do. So I'm going to let you know. I'm going to, I'm going to take a couple of days just to write, to pray. I doubt if I fast, I might just do it like, like a Daniel's fast for a couple of days. You know, no pleasant bread. Eat to live and not live to eat. I need to get rid of all this stuff from the secular stuff. I kind of got into with this George Floyd. God knows that. So now he's telling me, come aside. Come aside now. Because just because just because I need that. I need that from God. It's been a rough couple of weeks here. Rough. 
including all this here stuff here. I know God was in it. But you see, when I finally went to sleep this morning, I dropped into one of those, I call them sleep of the dead, sleep. But a million pound weight, just like a million pounds, was off my shoulder. I didn't even know that the million pounds was on my shoulder. Because I make a practice. I don't carry other folks' weight. I don't carry other folks' burden. That's yours. That's just, hey, that belongs to you. I don't want no part of it. Other than to come alongside you to help you get rid of it. But I learned a long time ago, Jesus said, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. So I don't carry other folks' weight. That's, that's when you be trying to play with Jesus. And God knows I love, honor, respect, and try to obey Jesus. So I think I'm going to take a couple days off. Pray. I might even go up top of the mountain. But I I need to just rest in the Lord a couple days. I'll let you know when I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do like maybe just a Daniel's thing. But in actuality, I am a happy, weightless <laughs> creator right now. I am so happy that God went way back and way down and did that for me. And welcome back that I didn't even know existed. And me and some of my fellow veterans, they don't know what happened, but God loved them, and he did it for them. And you, some of veterans' children, grandchildren, won't have to carry that curse anymore. Because it's good to say, the curse causeless shall not fall. But that was an open door. Now, I bet you, I'm not certain, but I'm going to try to find out. I bet you that's with every war, because God is doing what? Resurrecting the spirit war like So he had to get rid of that. He just let the spirit war fighters kind of rest and grow. But when they resurface. When they resurface in a couple of days here, we're going to see something. We're going to see something. Ask me, am I glad about it? Yep, I am. I am. I am. Be rejoicing in God with me. For freedom. I'm rejoicing in God with you for freedom. I'm only sharing this with you so that you could get rid of your own uh, heavy weight that you don't even know you carry, whatever it may, may be. But even right now, you can confess those sins of behavior and sins of your attitude. And, and you might not like I say, I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, I, I had done everything I thought I could do. Repent. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Forgive everybody. Whether you think they deserve it or not. No matter who's right, no matter who's wrong, God wants you to forgive. He wants you to be an instrument of forgiveness. Forgive them. And forgive them for what they don't even know and you don't know. 
continue. Hold to his hand and he won't let you go wrong. In due season, on a certain day, a certain person became certainly free, you.
And I wish somebody so would
And uh, she flew in special to do this song for us tonight. And uh, how many of you have something at home that you're ready to go back and just take it? I said, how many of you have something at home that you're ready to go back and just take it? I didn't say ask for it. I didn't say negotiate for it. Just take it. How many of you got a miracle you just need to take it? You got a situation in your family, you're just going to take charge of it in the name of the Lord. Come on, say, take it by force. Don't even ask for it. It's already yours because God gave it to you. Ah, yeah, yeah. Come on, give Karen Clark a great big hand as she comes to lead us in this song. Take it, darling. This is Erica Shepherd coming to you from an open habit in Dalton, Georgia. Jesus Believers Church, home of the Deadline Ministries. Bless God. I'll see you tomorrow in Jesus' name. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.